0: Hi, it's Edwin. And Lassan. From Wake Up Learn. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Take off! Hi, hey, Eve, what'd you think of the Mars launch? Home. That's nice. What'd you think, mommy? Very interesting to see your college friends. It's been an exciting day for NASA's Mars Perseverance team had a great landing on the surface of Mars today with their rover. And one thing it should have taught you is something about your own home computer. What has it taught you about your own home computer? More on that in a second. The Mars Perseverance lander is a great a piece of technology that has just started its mission. The cool thing about this lander is it's one of the biggest they've ever sent and it actually has some self-landing guidance where it can actually determine where it was going to land to deploy the parachute and guide itself to the appropriate place using some artificial intelligence. It also has a helicopter on it. An experiment to see if you can actually pilot a helicopter in the thin Martian atmosphere. The Martian atmosphere is very thin. It's not nothing as in a pure vacuum like the moon or super strong winds like Jupiter or Venus but it's a thin tenuous atmosphere. Um, Too thin to really breathe but should be enough to actually lift a single-rotor helicopter. So that'll be very interesting to see in a couple weeks as the Perseverance does its checkout and gets going. But the interesting thing about Perseverance, and I was actually shocked myself because I worked on Mars' Sojourner Pathfinder, Mars' Pathfinder, the Sojourner Mm -hmm. rover, Back in '97, uh, reviewing the electronics, and a lot of it was based on a design I worked on for the Cassini spacecraft mission to Saturn. Um, and it had an 8085 processor, which is a processor from the 80s, and it ran at 2 megahertz. And it did a lot of processing. The Perseverance processor is actually running at 200 megahertz, which is 100 times faster than the Mars rover and 10 times faster than Spirit and Opportunity, or at least 10 times faster than Curiosity, because Curiosity actually was almost 10 years ago. But it's still the only the speed of a Pentium. A Pentium, if you remember, or if you're too young to remember, was in the early 90s. Um it had 286, 386, 486 PC, architectures and then he had a Pentium which pretty much ran at about started at about 60 megahertz and 100 megahertz and 200 megahertz by comparison today's computers typically run at 2 gigahertz which is you know 2 billion versus 200 million which is actually about another 10 times faster and your iPhone, if you have an iPhone 12 or a Samsung, they're running at about 2.7 gigahertz or faster. And a lot of these pure clock speeds don't matter as much as they used to with all cache and different architectures to do a lot of calculations on the chip. So, But it just gives you an, a rough idea. Now you might ask, well, why do they have such an old chip? running on the processor. It's actually a PowerPC 750 running on the Mars Perseverance um, architecture which is a radiation hardened processor. One of the things about the Mars surface is that it is very radiation uh, intense not as straight open space but still a lot of um, doses of radiation that can actually interrupt um, electronics. If you ever watched any good science fiction movie, when they release EMPs or other things like that, they can disrupt electronics. And one of the things you're looking for is single-event upsets where the actual the ionizing radiation interferes with the operation of silicon on the t- substrate. So these radiation-hardened chips have stood the test of time and actually have been tested a lot. The byproduct is that they're old. So, what's this have to do with your home computer? Well, if I can send a spacecraft 200 million miles and it can land itself at Mach 10 and do pretty well and send back pictures within a few seconds from a few hundred million miles away, what's wrong with your computer? And the question is the software. If you ever notice, you, you know, you buy your computer, it's speeding along, and then as soon as you get you know some new software starts slowing down and you get the new version and one of the reasons is that the developers pretty much always have the latest and greatest toys so they're running the software on the latest toys and they use libraries from everywhere you know you might get a library from the vendor a library from a third party a library from Stack Overflow wherever they dig their libraries up at to run the functions and They're not necessarily the most efficient. They can get done fast. You can get a lot of features done, but they're not necessarily the most efficient. When you're working at NASA, one of the things we always had to do was make sure things run as, as efficiently as possible for that reason that you didn't have as much power. So it took you longer to develop, but your code was running way faster than any typical commercial code because you had to, and you just had to keep running it and just till you squeezed every last bit of performance out. So it's always about performance versus feature set. If you had to squeeze a lot of features in, you know, you just kind of get everything where you can and just run it. And so, well, they'll just get a faster computer. But if you don't have that option, you have to really optimize your computer. So I suggest we demand our software writers write better software. When we see things getting slow or waiting too long, Oftentimes, it's just the software's just making bad choices. Um, they're doing too much. They're hitting the network too much. They're not taking advantage of the memory. They're doing poor searches, bad algorithms. And that's why you always lead. And the conspiracy theorists always think that, well, it's just planned obsolescence, you know, make you buy a faster computer so you can get more software. I'll leave that to the, the experts in conspiracy theory. But the bottom line is... Oftentimes, a lot of your CPU power goes wasted for poor software. So, if one thing perseverance will let us know is good software can go a long way, even into outer space. So, take care, um, keep up, write some good code, get some good code, and don't be so quick to throw out your old hardware. That's all for now. To learn more about hacking robots and waking up your hidden talents, please visit us at wakeuplearn.com.